Someone complained that the men's room is whites only. Stanley, you know that's not true. I didn't say that. And why is there a picture of a white man on the door? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Wow. We got a huge day today, big day today. Massive day today because we've got Greg What's on the going show. on, Chubstep? Chubstep Greg on the show. It's official. Finally. Long-time listener, first-time caller here. Yeah. <laughs> Literally is a call. waiting for this moment. Yeah. Pretty much like the third best day of my life. <laughs> what were the first two? Uh, being born. That was pretty much uh, top of the list. And uh, second, the first time I saw a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> that adds up. His, his wife up. is staring at him, <laughs> pointing at herself right now. <laughs> She's close fourth. But I mean, dolphin. wedding, wedding, a, a close fourth, a close fourth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, uh, we're glad to have you on the show. Uh, you know Steed uh, very well. Uh, you grew up with Steed. Some say you came up with the name Steed. Is that true? Uh, no, no. That's a long-time myth. <laughs> okay, long-time myth. We're debunking it on the show. Uh, right now, we want to clear. We want to get that in the open. That is a lie. Please clap. So Yeah. yeah. Steed, Steed Palomino's always ex- existed. I just came into like his being. Oh, I guess. Yes, yes. You just uh, morph into him, and then when you die, you pass him on to somebody else. That's how it works. Okay, perfect. Uh, So, Greg, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about... Well, okay. Here's one of the things. We're having Chubb 200 come up soon, and what I wanted to do is have some people talk about their favorite Chubb step moments. Do you have a moment that sticks out to you? Because we're we're only, at this point, we'll be like three episodes away from Chubb step 200. Chubb 200. Do you have a favorite moment of the show? So I would uh, have to say the uh, Jeff Goldblum movie review as a whole is probably my favorite moment of the show. Probably if I had to choose one, it's the one where you guys were just talking about him making voices in Nazi zombies for like 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Paul and I actually sat and listened to that at work for like a <laughs> full hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well... I think they literally just let him do whatever he wanted. They're like, hey, this is your character. Just go ahead and say whatever you want. It's kind of a zombie movie, a zombie video game. Just go ahead and record it. We'll make it work. Be yourself uh, if you were a little bit scared and somebody was chasing you and you found yeah. some random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. You got it. That's, that's people taking full you know, effect of the Goldblum. So I think that was... Uh, With Jeff Goldblum. That was a, yeah, it was a good call on their part, and that's why the Call of Duty franchise has been so successful. It makes so, sense. Greg, you are a... Uh, did you just recently get your pilot's license? Because Steed sent me a picture of him flying around in a plane, and you were piloting it from what I could see, <laughs> unless Steed was piloting it. Yeah, I got my... Uh, officially got my pilot's license like two weeks ago. And... So was that your first time? Is that your first time you can go by yourself once you get the license? No. So during like your training, you have to go by yourself um, a whole bunch before you can actually take passengers, and then you have to take a test where someone like from the FAA flies around with you and asks you a bunch of questions, and then after that, you're pretty much free to go. Is it questions related to flying, or is it just like random general knowledge questions? No, it's uh, mostly <laughs> like Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Name, a, name a, eight brands of cars. That's yeah. yeah no, I was picturing it, it, like 
the stuff they do at the draft combine when they're trying to like test um, <laughs> oh, yeah. what kind of answers they're going to get they from give players. They give you a wonderlick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wonderlick. Yeah, no, it's all it's all questions about flying. So first, you have to fly a whole bunch with an instructor, and then they sign you off when they think you're ready to fly by yourself. So you fly solo for I don't know. You have to do like 20 hours of that, and then uh, at some point they decide you're ready to go up and for your check ride. And you go do a test with the examiner, and then once you pass that, you're free to go. Do you, uh, being a married man, when you say you're flying solo somewhere, I feel like that has different <laughs> implications as a pilot versus, you know, what what are what are her thoughts on that? Well, well the implications. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once you're up in the sky, uh, yeah. anything could happen. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're flying solo exactly. Right, you're up there, you know, it's not that it's not that you would do something, but, you know, they know you're up there in the sky by yourself. Because of the implication. It's the air, yeah. nothing's, you know, <laughs> the crown's not close, no. exactly. <laughs> exactly. He did, a, he did a stall maneuver when we were going, and there was a brief moment where I thought I was dying. Yeah, <laughs> when well, the plane, <laughs> the plane starts, he didn't tell me how the thing worked, and the plane starts going straight up toward the sky. Okay. And I'm like... If it goes even further, we're completely upside down, and that's probably a problem. <laughs> yeah, so Paul wanted to try some practice maneuvers, which, you know, when you're learning, you have to do all these things. You have to do, like, stalls and different kinds of yeah. turns and uh, fly with, like, fogged-up glasses on so you can't see outside. Yeah. And so, yeah, earlier in the day, Paul's like, oh, yeah, let's do some stalls and stuff. Like, I want to see, you know, some cool things. So I... Did one with him, and he was freaking out the whole time. It's, just, it's a very benign maneuver. I didn't know what was going to happen. He, he, didn't, he, he just, just said, we're doing of... a stall. I thought the plane would go, like, nose down, and it went straight nose up. Oh, God. The opposite of what you're ready for. Yeah. So are there a lot of, like, uh, so some of those other maneuvers, I'm assuming it's like any of the Grand Theft Auto franchises, there's a lot of driving between buildings and under bridges as far as yeah, practicing the evasive maneuvers. That's the next license I got to get uh, right now. You know, they just, it's like when you're in Grand Theft Auto, you know, you do lesson one through lesson 10 and then you're, uh, you're clear. Yeah. So, you know, like lesson six is when they start going uh, upside down in between buildings under bridges. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta build up to that point probably. Yeah. 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 You know, Paul liked it. He was mi only mildly scared. I didn't even hold on during the landings. I was ready. That was good. <laughs> uh, and so how does it work where do you have your own plane now or do you just, how do you get a plane if you want to use a plane? Yeah, so I have my own plane, um, but you can also, you know, if you want to rent one, there's places all over the place where you can do that. Can you, and so with your plane, can you change, I feel like all those, is it like a, one of the Cessna, like is a, like a single prop or dual prop? Yeah, it's a, it's a single prop like Cessna 172. It's four seats, one engine, um, and but and that's like normally what you learn to fly in. Like twin engines are a lot more expensive and you know cost a lot more in gas and everything. So can you customize it however you want? Like, are you allowed to throw as long as it doesn't affect the flying capabilities of it? Can you like color it or do any of that kind of stuff however you want? Oh yeah, you can put a cool paint job on it and stuff. Have you thought, or like rims, like like spinners for the wheels? <laughs> if you had uh, some approved rims, I guess you could throw some spinners on there. Yeah. Well, yeah they might make it faster. I mean, I know like if you put flames on a car, like a, yeah. if you put ghost flames on a Volkswagen Beetle, I know it goes uh, <laughs> at least 50 miles an hour faster. So maybe I need some, maybe I need to get Chubstep Jared up here to do some pinstriping for me. Yeah, he's yeah, the one to do it. I can tell you from experience that is true. Uh, they do go much faster with ghost flames on a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, <laughs> okay, so if you were to, do you have a do you have a name for the do planes get named like boats? Uh, yeah, I guess they do, but I haven't named it yet. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe that could be a chub step moment here to celebrate my first time. We could come up oh. with a name. Oh, that's it's bad luck to not have a name, so we might have to name it. Yeah. Maybe it's something we can put in a, to a vote, um, or maybe a Twitter, uh, looking, a Twitter poll. A Twitter poll, yeah. Uh, I like that. I, you know, 
uh, I would be willing to um, have you pay to put a Chubstep logo on the side of your of your plane. That's very gracious of you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> that would get some exposure. We don't even have car bumper stickers, and you're already going to plane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just try to think ahead, you know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta think past the next step. Think one step. Yeah, ahead. we could get one of those banners and just constantly pull that around. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> see, that's the main reason. It is all like, leading uh, up to, to that. Yes, and then throw yeah. uh, chubstep condoms out the window. Yeah, I mean that's uh, very reasonable. I don't think anyone yeah. would frown on that. And I got a few extra chubstep golf balls I need to give out, so I could use a few. We could throw those out of the plane. Uh, and then have one of those, which, um, which is legal. Which Greg is legal. Me, you can throw shit out of the plane as long as it doesn't hit anyone. There's yeah, there's specific rules, but it's not prohibited. <laughs> uh, exactly. But yeah, you you have to do a banner now. I mean, at this point, you have to do you you know you could do a little side business of just like charging people like you know get some kid that wants to ask some girl to prom and just you know you do the pole behind banner asking her to prom. Oh. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good business there. Cause then buzz it around to Athens here, go around the uh, Georgia football stadium during a game. Yeah, chub step. Yeah, yeah. all <laughs> of the banners. <laughs> it's whatever banner. Then right after that, it says chub step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. See, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities with this. When you're when you're flying solo, do they do any sort of things to prepare you for other people being in the plane? Uh, so you, I mean, you fly around with like your instructor in the plane and stuff, and you can bring other people kind of when you're learning, as long as you have your instructor. Then, yeah. But okay. they don't prepare you for like a madman like Steve sitting in the co-pilot seat. Yeah, yeah that's because <laughs> in, in Greg's plane, there's two sets of controls. So like there are two sets of controls. Seat in the front has controls, and I was instructed several times not to touch them. <laughs> that seems strange. <laughs> well, I guess if Greg went down, then I got to step up and land that bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you got to at least, you know, give them the, the basics. So I, the reason, so the, the two, you know, it, it makes sense to have two controls. Um, do you have a preferred seat, left or right? Always left. Okay. This is America, Jared. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. In a British plane? <laughs> I... Uh, so I've been on one of those type of planes once, um, and it, it was a it was a two prop plane, but it was from a flight from Martha's Vineyard to Boston, and it was actually that I booked through an airline. I didn't know it was going to be like that. Um, surprise! It was it was through Cape Air, uh, which which was yeah it was a it was a big surprise when I go in there and there's three rows you know it was a six seater plane including the pilot. Oh, wow. <laughs> And, um, but then they had to, you know, they had to put like that, the heaviest guy in the middle and then they put the kid, <laughs> the kid next to the pilot. Like there was some kid that was on the plane next to the pilot that also had the controls there and the pilot, <laughs> they, the, they thought the that kid was going to be a be better like option my, than you, Jared. <laughs> yeah. The, the pilot had to be like my age. And I was like, if this pilot, you know, for whatever reason goes down, I feel like anybody else should be sitting, um, you know, next to the pilot, except for this kid. Well, it's going to be like... That kid's the easiest to move, though. You Pilot goes down, take that kid, chuck him out the window, and somebody else gets in the seat. Yeah. I think they were sizing you guys up and saying, oh, like, who probably plays the most nerd video games? <laughs> That's true. Flight Simulator, kid. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> okay, yeah, here's my next question. I had Flight Simulator 2000. How well prepared am I for this? For flying? You're like 50% of the way there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you could do the stuff like uh, besides taking off and landing. Yeah, I could do the yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I could not, always <laughs> I could always take off. <laughs> you could do the easy parts. I could do the takeoff usually, and then I could if like on a small plane, and then I could fly around. But every landing was always a struggle for me. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the trickiest part. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so what is what is something that people don't typically know i guess about either learning how to fly or just flying in general like somebody they that, don't, that a, a grounding they don't realize like that me, the little planes are like as safe and stable as they are like everybody that gets in it think that they're gonna die 
and uh, you get up in the air, especially on a calm day, and it's just like perfectly stable, smooth, like riding in a car. And they're like, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is nice. Yeah, the, the only thing that I noticed, like different from a big plane, you can just feel that like the almost you're in like a smaller vehicle. It's not like shaking around or anything, but you're like aware that you got a door right next to you that you can open. It's like very thin metal, I guess. But it, it just feels like you could fall out. That's the only yeah. thing. <laughs> But it was it wasn't that it wasn't like scary when we were up there and driving around. It was smooth. It was fun. Uh, Greg, do you have a parachute in the plane? No, no, no. One would what about a parachute? What about a like one of those squirrel suits that they wear like in the? Oh you know, yeah, you can just glide. Oh yeah, it, you can wear that sometimes. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. That'd be a cheaper, better alternative to the uh, to the parachute in case something bad happened. It takes some training, though. You gotta be if you got the squirrel suit, you gotta know how to use it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a desperation squirrel suit, so I think at that point, if you're jumping out, it's better than nothing, right? Yeah, but in in a small plane, weight is pretty important. So, like, I feel like a squirrel suit would weigh less than a parachute. So, there's probably yep. a better option. Yep, I approve the purchase. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a Chub Step branded squirrel suit. Okay. <laughs> just every time you you fly, you're just worried that because it would be a little bit annoying to have to put it on already. So yeah, if you just you could probably <laughs> you can probably do you have a certain pilot's uh, outfit that you wear? Uh, usually aviators, uh, woolen cap, you know, a big leather jacket. Yes, a bomber jacket yeah. as they call it. Yeah, exactly. You gotta look the part, you know. You can't show up to the airport looking like some jabroni. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it has yeah. I guess that's the big question: is if aviation uh, fashion has changed much in the last fifty years? Because I feel like what I see is the classic bomber suit and aviators. You know, greased hair. You'd have to have some some gel in your hair, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, since I started flying, a lot more shirtless volleyball matches going on too. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty fun. It sounds like it. And so, I guess, uh, what what is your plan now that you have the license? Uh, just fly around. Did Paul tell you what we're doing tomorrow? I didn't. Oh, so tomorrow we are uh, going on a dog rescue mission. We're gonna take the plane. We're gonna fly a dog from a kill shelter in Georgia to a rescue in North Carolina. Wow, which is a a thing apparently. That's like, but they they have a so they have a yep. like a field close enough to a kill shelter that you can come pick it up. Yeah, there's little airports like all over the place. Like pretty much, you can't really go more than like a twenty or thirty mile radius without hitting one. Like in wow. the whole country. Wow. Like up so, by you, there's one in like DeKalb, and then I'm sure you know like DuPage Airport and stuff. Okay, so I'm so you're anti kill shelter then. Yes, we're anti kill shelter. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not taking it the other way. Okay. Everybody calm down. That's a different organization <laughs> entirely. You Okay, okay. Sometimes a little puppy needs to go down. <laughs> that was a dog shaking their head. Please help me. <laughs> yeah, your dogs don't like hearing that. Yeah, we're gonna rescue a dog. I mean, I'm already a hero because I was in the army, but now I'm like double hero because I'm saving dogs and, I mean, it's crazy. I, I should get more medals. <laughs> you should. People won't give you enough credit. Yeah, I need, I need some credit. I'd like a shout out, maybe an Instagram follower. <laughs> At Steed Palomino, underscore Palomino. At Steed um, underscore Palomino, yeah. Yeah, Paul also has a fun like hobby, I guess, when he's in the plane. He likes to yell uh, obscenities at National Guard helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> we did drive past them, and I did yell at them very obscenely. I do like that. I do like that. Somebody's got to do it. They, they get off too easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to give a little rivalry. It's, it's, that I didn't really make that connection, but that's your... Do the Army guys not big fans of the national guard guys they're just lame man i mean i get it like it's fine but they're just 
weekend warriors and <laughs> every single one of them talks shit like, oh, we do just as much as you guys. I'm like, bitch, I'm in the motor pool for 50 hours a week. Sucking the army's dick. That sounds hard. <laughs> very harsh. Very harsh. But somebody had to say it. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Anyways. Uh, good luck with your with your uh, rescue tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to put the dog down for him. That's the only yeah. thing we're doing. Well, here's what I'm worried about is you make this big trip for this dog. And what if this dog just sucks? Yeah. <laughs> then we're not taking it. We get to meet okay. the dog beforehand. If the dog sucks, like, hey, bring us. Can, do you have another one? We're like, I'll, I'll take care of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, put, sure. Put like, it in the fucking plane. Like, just have a backup plan. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. If if not, like at least find a, like a local restaurant. That if it's not, you know, if it's not like a great dog, then you could just go there instead. Yeah. It, why would we go to a local restaurant with the hey, dog? Hey, dog, you're not a good dog. Let's go to a restaurant with you. Do you want some uh, stromboli? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, you're leaving the dog. Like, I'm saying, like, have a backup plan. That you're, so, so have an excuse to be in the area. Other, You know, if you picked up this bad dog, it's going to be embarrassing. You want to have another so reason that you were there. Okay. You're yeah. saying we take, we see the dog, and then we go, oh, I forgot that I had... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had to meet my cousin. For, I had reservations. Uh, we're going to a spaghetti restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just yeah, just have some sort of backup in place in case that happens. But we hope it's not. Of course, of course. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. save a dog. Yeah, <laughs> doing the Lord's work out there. Yeah. Um, so, Greg, speaking of flights, I was actually on a flight uh, back from Scottsdale on Sunday morning, uh, and. I took an uh, AM flight, a 6.30 AM flight from Phoenix. And at, at the time, that sucks, right? You're thinking, hey, I was there for a bachelor party. And you're like, okay, you don't want to be going out the night before on a Saturday and wake up at, you know, 4 or whatever to get to the plane at 6.30. But Spin Zone ended up working out because uh, after we got in, basically all the flights got canceled on Sunday because it was snowing in Chicago. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we don't we forget that snow's a thing down here in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was one of the crazier landings I've ever actually probably the craziest landing I've ever been on a plane. Uh it was really bumpy and really like some you know I'm so impressed with some pilots that are able to make it you don't even like feel the landing sometimes. Like you can sleep through it sometimes. This one just with I with you couldn't see anything of it was so it was it was like a blizzard when this guy landed. And it was very impressed that he was able to do it. Is it like a whiteout complete? It was a whiteout, yeah. It was no point of having your window open during the flight because it was just literally, you couldn't see <laughs> You couldn't even see the, the wing of the plane. It was that crazy. And uh, it, was, it was just like, you know, the guy makes this landing and everybody, every once in a while, everybody claps. This is one of the, you know, clapping scenarios. I didn't clap <laughs> um, because I knew the, the pilot couldn't hear it. Please clap. Uh, yeah, the, he's behind that the, door. Yeah, behind the sealed door. And, I, and if you can't hear it, then those doors need to be thicker. Um, well, did you say something when you walked off the plane? Because they're always standing there like, oh, I landed you. You guys didn't die. Give me something here. Notice me, senpai. Notice me. He did what I thought was a little interesting. And maybe it's because he was a younger guy. He, he like, exited the thing. Everybody was still seated. And then he like, kind of, like, did a gentleman's dab. Kind of the bow with what? a dab and then walked off the plane. So I thought that was pretty impressive. If that bitch dabbed, you're lucky to be alive right now. I, I like that. We're, we're on like a new youthful hip airline or something there. No, no. That didn't happen. I didn't see the, the pilot leave, but you could imagine. Oh, my God. I would, have, I would have loved to see that. He's taking off. He just goes, yeet. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to hear some reactions of the pilot. Like, I want to hear as he's, as he's kind of like, ah! like you know, he's, <laughs> oh fuck, oh shit, shit, shit. <laughs> you, you, you're saying you want cockpit audio for the scariest situations. Yeah. So then you know whether you should really be scared or not. Yeah. And then, well, and then you would get the scared part, and then you'd also get when he landed, be like, the hell yeah, like one of those. <laughs> yes. You know? You both I think, Jared, I think you just figured out how to combat uh, fear of flying. Yes. 
<laughs> you think you think that would make people less scared hearing the reactions of the pilot? Well, as long as the pilot's not scared. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As long as the pilot's not like, oh my god, I'm so hungover. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh okay sweet well that's uh yeah i get a different perspective on flying now you know i appreciate it yeah, if you get down to georgia we can do an airborne chub step oh my god first ever it'd be pretty loud <laughs> well, you know you guys have some high quality microphones and yeah. stuff i think you can yeah. make it work good mics I, yeah i got like a i got a noise reduction thing i can just you know well, it, would, it would be able to dehiss it pretty well it's like when we did the gazebo chub step and there was just cicadas yes so many the loudest thing yeah exactly exactly you can you can that would be a good idea i'd like that uh recording from the from the plane that'd be good stuff right before i came here uh as i was walking up to where i'm recording here uh there was a insane lady in the parking lot of the jewel of the uh jewel osco and this is the second kind of crazy older lady i've seen in the past like three days this lady was walking around with a shopping cart in the, in, which makes sense in a, in a, in a grocery store parking lot. And, but I was like, had to turn down this lane and she's going very slow, but you know, some people walk very slow, but she's looking the opposite way of, of the road, like the opposite way of where people turn in. So she's just like, for some reason, staring at, at nothing, staring at like the empty side of a parking lot and just walking very slowly. And then she kind of sees me. And then she kind of slow, like stops. And then she waves me on. I go in my spot and that's when I was kind of texting Paul about setting, you know, when we're going to record and stuff like that. And then I made a call. And by the time I was done, she was still circling around the parking lot. Like she had gone up (laughs) the row and back down the row and there was no cars basically past my car. Um, and she had some stuff in there. I, literally, this lady could still be in this parking lot walking around right now, for all I know. So, <laughs> did she have bags? Like she had purchased stuff from the she, store. She had yes, like one bag of something. I'm not sure what was in it, um, but she had one bag of something in the parking lot. But I, I, I don't know. For, yeah. She's crazy because she doesn't need a card if she only has one bag of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. That's a very good point. I didn't even put yeah, that together. So. So I have a question, Jared, and I'm not a professional podcaster like you guys, but uh, it it seems like maybe doing your podcast in a different location than in a Jewel Osco uh, (laughs) would be be a good idea. Yes, I to be I didn't do yes. That's good. Good clarity on this. I was parked in a Jewel Osco parking lot to walk to where I did my podcast. <laughs> uh, At least go to like a Whole Foods or something. Whole Foods would maybe that's it's uh, a good point. Maybe we should a little classier establishment uh, to where. Yeah, yeah, good point. So there was there was that lady. <laughs> there was that lady, and then uh, when I was in uh, uh, Phoenix. This lady right uh, that was living right next to the Airbnb, she had a one of those places that she had a fence, kind of one of those Arizona fences that's kind of brick, kind of that that uh, reddish brick color, but like all uh, one like a like a plaster over almost the whole thing. But she had a color. For people like, that haven't been to Arizona this weekend, are you just describing a brick wall? Well, it's not okay. I, it, <laughs> like, brick is the wrong is the wrong term for this. A red, <laughs> yeah, obviously red brick, Adobe. Adobe style uh, wall. Okay, so like mud. Yes, like a mud wall. Thank you, thank you. Okay. So, but it wasn't color. Like everybody else's in the in the whole street was just normal color or white. She had like the uh, one was like yellow, one was like turquoise, one was green. You know, she had like like a four foot section of color. These different things, and uh, every time we walked in and out of this place, she was like in her garage doing something, but not working on a car. Like um, one time we walked past and she had poured water on the ground. And instead of like mopping ah. or whatever you do, she poured water in the ground and then had a broom that she was pushing around the water with. Uh, so I don't. <laughs> I was trying to. Was this in a specific direction or was it just like? It didn't in seem a like it. Seemed like she had a lot of time to push it every direction. Uh, and, God. And, you want to make sure your whole garage floor is wet before you start yeah. doing anything out there. <laughs> exactly. Gotta gotta wet it down and don't you know. You don't want to use the hose to spray it all around. You want to put a little bit of water in one section with your hose and then push around that water with a broom. 
Uh, Good Lord. So then she comes outside one time we're locking up and she says, uh, do you know who, do you know who lives here? And I said, no. And she said, cause there's a bunch of garbage right here, uh, that the, the, these black birds love. You can see them right there. And there was a bunch of garbage next to our place that just had this, but we were starting to think that maybe this lady, like this was this lady's garbage and she didn't want to take it out. And she just oh, left okay. it at this at this Airbnb house right next to it, just trying to get somebody else to take out her garbage. Uh, yeah. And actually liked birds. Uh, That's but, a good plan on yeah. her end. But this lady was, uh, she looked like one of those people who just been like, like somebody had locked her out of her house one day and she just stayed in the sun for like, you know, a couple days. And she just, like the sun had fried her brain is basically what, based, based on the conversation I was having with her. But uh, that's been my interaction with elderly women in the last few days. Do you think they're related? <laughs> a lot of people from like Chicago are in Arizona, so I could totally see that. All right, it, it wouldn't shock me. Um, <clears throat> I'll get to I'll get to some other things uh, about the trip next week, but I did want to do a Jeff Goldblum movie review while Greg was here. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, been waiting for this day forever. Hi. Hi, hi. I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. Yeah, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's gonna be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? So, Greg, as you know, with many of these movie reviews, it's not a movie. It's actually a TV show. But this TV show might be one that you've heard of. It's called Laverne and Shirley. I've heard the name. Yes. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Laverne and Shirley, and surely not probably the one that Jeff Goldblum was on. Yes. (laughs) Well, had you been watching it when it aired, probably, yeah, before, definitely before you were born, uh, it was January 19th of 1982. A little bit prior. Yeah, a little bit prior. So, uh, Laverne and Shirley was starring Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams. Uh, those were Laverne and Shirley were their characters. And it was about, if I remember right, uh, Laverne and Shirley was about two girls that lived in Milwaukee that worked at a brewery. And I believe that is uh, the case. Again, I only watched this one episode, so the whole backstory I did not go into. But it it seems accurate. Is that for what the Wayne's World thing is, where they go to Milwaukee and they do that whole like sitcom intro? Is that Laverne and Shirley? It's very. I, I would have to watch Wayne's World again to. to I, it's been a while since I've seen it to know that to see if they were doing the reference. And I hadn't seen Laverne and Shirley at the time, so I'm not sure. There's. I don't think there's any it's, way of knowing. It must be. I'm, I'm going to say 90% chance. There you go. Yeah, it was called, the episode was called Watch the Fur Fly, and it was from Season 7, Episode 12. So the show went from 1976 to 1983, so this is kind of towards the end of the series. Uh, I did The one thing I did like is they had a Marquette uh, flag uh, in their apartment. Uh, so that's just for me. But... <laughs> so Yeah, no be... Nobody else, nobody else cares. cares. So, I mean, they choked cares. in the tournament. I'm pretty sure I had them in my bracket going like two rounds just because of you. And well, I lost. It's not. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say something. You and me were in the same bracket. You and me got last and second to last. My dad actually had. Uh, my dad <laughs> won the bracket, won like, you know, $175 by having Marquette in the final four. And he didn't blow it uh, just what? because. <laughs> but he still won our group of, you know, how many? 13 people or whatever. Uh, by, he won that? Yes, he won. Oh, so I thought Joe won. So you can't blame shout out to no, Joe. You can't blame uh, Marquette because my dad won with Marquette in the final four. Well, shout out to Deru too. Yep, shout out to Deru. Winning so, sports. <laughs> so the story of this episode, 
is that uh, I believe it is Laverne. Uh, she meets a guy uh, and goes, I like kind of goes on a date with him and she wants to go on another date. She wants to take it further. So the guy she meets is Jeff Goldblum, his character name, Jeffrey, a little bit of a stretch for him, which I actually did a little deep dive on this. This is actually, that's actually Jeff Goldblum's full real name. Wow. That's a big deep dive, Jay. Yeah. A little uh, fun fact for people. Nobody would ever guess that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So uh, in the scene, you can watch this kind of scene he's in on YouTube, but basically she takes this guy back. They're about to uh, fornicate on the, on the uh, couch. On the it couch. seems like, but her roommate Shirley comes in and kind of uh, breaks up the party. And apparently Jeff Goldblum is very desirable because he's a, a tour guide. Is that what you got from this, Steed? Yeah, he was a tour guide. Yeah. I didn't understand where he was a tour guide at, but the way she was acting, it was for like a freaking diamond factory yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, and they give him a port and he's got equity in the business or something cuz yeah, she was <laughs> yeah. she was very very excited about him being a tour guide. Um <laughs> the bloom but, comes into your home uh and he grabbed her right away and just was like, "I'm going to I'm going to bang you right now." It took him 2 minutes. The clip's like 4 minutes long. He was about to bang her in a minute and a half. Yeah, he moves amazing. pretty fast. He had a pretty good line, if I remember right, when he picked her up. But I can't remember exactly what it is. Do you remember what it is? Uh, he said, oh, God, I don't... I remember what he said, but I don't remember the context. He was like, I know this three wrestling moves. And oh, one yes, was like yes, he, yes, yes. He was talking about... Yes, that's what it was. He was doing wrestling yeah. moves. Uh, let's see the line here. I think I, I can pull it up here. Okay, when I wrestled in college, I had three moves. There was the arm tug. He pulls her close. There was the bear yep. hug. He grabs her, and the kiss of fear, uh -huh. and then he kisses her. Yeah. Oh, that's smooth. If you pulled that shit in a wrestling match, I don't think you're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. I mean, or is or it's not gonna help. It will. You know what? It could throw off somebody <laughs> though. But yeah, if you just grab their arm, hug them, and then kiss them. Yeah. Well, we'll probably just tackle you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is I, I agree with that. I, I think they'll tackle you. I also I, a couple of questions here. Jeff Goldblum body type uh, similar to mine. Not good for uh, like high school or college wrestling. They yeah, true that you don't want to like a high center of gravity uh, to all all the professional like guys that are legit like college wrestlers. They're all short, stocky guys. You're not going to try to fool me and say Jeff Goldblum was a college wrestler. <laughs> like just don't try it. So uh, <laughs> we're having a we're having side a in bar. side oh sidebar side yeah side we're in different locations for all you chubstep listeners. Um, never mind. All right, yeah, it's a great audio. If Goldblum's yeah, long lanky <laughs> body yeah, keep, is not meant for sidebars that I can't hear while while you're <laughs> while we're recording. You you, <laughs> you you really needed the visual on that one. Um. <laughs> So Goldblum, yeah, he he does not seem like the traditional wrestler. And uh, something else I've noticed through all the Jeff Goldblum movie reviews I've listened to is that, like, it, he was very typecast a little bit, like, especially early in his career, as, like, a creepy, kind of sexually predator-ish guy. Yes. Like, I think he managed to escape that with Jurassic Park. No, he was yes. still a sex symbol, even in that. He was a sex symbol, but he wasn't like, uh, like, hey, I, I just brought you home, and I'm gonna show you my wrestling moves, and then lay you down. Yeah, I mean, literally, his first role in a movie, in the movie Death Wish, is him as like a, a vagrant, uh, and the whole story based on him raping this guy's wife, and the guy is trying to track him down and kill him. I mean, that is a little, he goes on a rampage after that. It's literally Jeff Goldman's first role. So, Good luck catching the bloom. Yeah, and so, you know, that, that is interesting that that's like kind of where it all stemmed from, and then it kind of, the way he talks kind of led to more of like a scientist role kind of later in his characters, and it kind of, you know, it just, I think the way people, uh, you know, talk, the way it just you just assume that, you know, he, he's got a lot more to say because of, of the way he talks, and I think that's a better role for him than like the uh, creepy guy. I would agree. So, 
as this progresses, uh, she wants to, uh, Laverne wants to keep seeing him, but uh, he is, he basically is uh, like, he's not sure if he's super into her or when he's going to be able to see her again. So she says that she can speak a bunch of different languages. And yep. so this is a lie. It's easy to see through that lie. Yeah. And what else were you getting from this, dude? All I was getting was, uh, what were they doing in the freaking 80s? <laughs> what do you mean? shit together, 80s. We got, like, Scarlett Johansson and fucking Miley Cyrus running around. They got Laverne and Shirley? Come on. <laughs> yeah, back then, those girls had the 80s long butts. They were long. <laughs> <laughs> Went down to the knee. So, I, I guess... What is your what's your issue with Laverne and Shirley? I don't know. It's just like, like straighten your hair. I don't know. <laughs> it's with their hair. <laughs> too too many girls, no state approval. <laughs> <laughs> their clothes are too high. I, it's just personal. All right, man. Don't dive into it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was just the just the random Scarlett Johansson Miley Cyrus comparison. Of <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm as confused as you, Jared. So. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Watching this, it's really hard. Like you just realize that TV shows back in the day, this show lasted a decent amount of time, and I've heard of this show, which means it was somewhat successful. Uh, TV shows just are so much better nowadays. Yeah, um, they were bad. They were bad. Now they're and good. I, I don't know if I can put this as bottom tier because it's uh, Goldblum was good in it. Goldblum was good in it, so I think I would. I think I would go middle tier for this. I think I'd go with a Harry Connick Jr. on the Jeff Goldblum movie review scale. Or, as the good Reverend would say, why we on this particular mission, we'll never know. But I do know here today that the Black Knights will emerge victorious once again. Amen, man. Amen, Reverend. I would say that's fair. I you would agree with that, yeah. And, and you know, maybe at the time this would have been top tier, but uh, but time has not done this overly well. It's it's a classic. Some people said this is actually like the exact um, set for Two and a Half Men. Like oh, like God, if you look at the yeah. set, it's like just like a revamped. <laughs> it's like the exact same set, just like revamped in modern times for Two and a Half Men. That's very true. It did look. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Same camera so, angles and everything. That was some of the uh, commentary I was seeing on YouTube. So, this is an '81 Honda. How dare you? So, would you, Greg? What would would you like to talk about? Something you would like to talk about, or Steed, or should we go to an email? You guys pick. Uh, we can save the emails for when Pat's here, because Pat loves those emails. He yells "smacko." It's great. Yeah, the fans yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's one of the parts of the episode I always look forward to. <laughs> okay, so is there something you want to get to, Steed or uh, or Greg? I'll I'll save I'll save the Game of Thrones for next week because we're yeah. going to start dissecting these episodes. Okay, we've got. I would uh, say we got time for next one week. Thing. That's going to be old news. Yeah. No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna do the next week's episode next week. Little teaser. We, we have some Game of Thrones uh, planned in. And also, we did have a Twitter poll today. Yes. Let me check the official results. I'm saying they're official while there's 15 hours left. <laughs> Unofficial results. Unofficial results, but it looks good for us. So we asked, what new episode are you most ex- excited for? Chubstep, Game of Thrones, or Game of Bones? Game of Bones being the porno based around Game of Thrones. Oh, I didn't realize it was a real thing. I thought you just made that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a thing. Google it. <laughs> so we got 38% for Chubstep, 25% for Game of Thrones, Okay. and 37% for Game of Bones. Wow, this is a tight race, people. It's a tight race, but we are on top of... The most anticipated home box office season episode in history. That's what I'm talking about. This is if if we're if more if people are more excited about Chubstep than they are 
Game of Thrones and Game of Bones combined, we're about to yeah we're about to have record setting numbers. Yeah, it, it it's blowing up. <laughs> I mean, this I won't release the amount of votes that we have, but it's, no, 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 it's getting up there, and a <laughs> lot of people are going for Chubstep. That is that is huge news, and uh, at Chubstep Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, you can follow us, do whatever, tweet at us, DM me, DMJ, DM Pat. Yeah, if I had a Twitter, I would. I think you guys got to move to a more uh, up-to-date form of social media. We're yeah. getting an Instagram. It, it can't be that hard to get an Instagram. You said you were going to get one like three weeks ago on the show. <laughs> no, actually, I actually did think about that today because uh, like Pat did say this like three weeks ago and it has not happened yet. So I think I'm just going to make a move and just make it tomorrow. Yeah, I, I thought he had one, but it uh, he couldn't remember the password or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we will get we we got faith in him. Yeah, you're right. It cannot be that hard to make an Instagram account, and we'll be better at that. It's than stressful though. With our other social media. Stressful. Videos. Yeah. Then you can do some like uh, photos to accompany things that go on during the show. Yeah. So like these sidebars, they'll make more sense. Yeah, That's I could a good have point. Taking a photo of Ashley over there <laughs> eating her zucchini. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So, so I do want to ask one thing, and I, I don't know how much time you have here left here, Jared, but I just... We got uh, unlimited time. Uh, Go for it. It came to me. So, uh, as you know, me and Paul work together, and we just moved to a new office like a month ago. Okay. And our, our next door neighbor is a food truck. So, uh, it, uh, I want to maybe talk about different kinds of foods that are food truck yes or food truck no. Okay. Because our next door neighbor is a crepe food truck. Which normally you would not think it's like a food truck type of food. Greg, when you're saying your next door neighbor is a food truck, that makes it sound like you uh, your office is in a mobile home. <laughs> <laughs> they have a they have a kitchen that they cook out of, and they park the truck right next to it. Okay. And the kitchen happens to be right next to our office. Okay. So foods that are food truck yes or food truck no. Yeah, because the, there's another truck next to them that's like Filipino food that's there sometimes. And I, I feel like I want my Asian ethnic food out of like a uh, more official kitchen. Uh, okay, it seems yes. like there's a lot of opportunities for contamination in Filipino food. Yes. Any more walls. <laughs> yes. Don't disagree with that. Food truck, yes. Food truck, no. I'm going to say food truck, no, would be... Um, Clams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I'm going food truck. Yes, clams are delicious. You could, you just gotta keep them cold. It's easy what, enough. What about like a, a shucked oyster truck? That's, yeah, that's a no. Food truck. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking shrimp is a food truck. No. Yeah, I'm thinking any sort of cold, any sort of cold fish is a no for me. It seems what you're just keeping it cold. <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> it, I'm just I, not like. I think it. that things that need to stay cold are already suspect when they're in like a moving vehicle. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about like a uh, corn corn truck? A corn truck. Corn truck. I've, like I've had corn. a lote from. Like, a, I've had a lote on a from stick? one. I think things might have come too far in the food truck world when you go to visit one and they only serve corn on a stick. Yeah. Corn on a stick Not- <laughs> is good. A little too specific. I have never seen a food truck that I've said food truck no. Uh, what about... I'm, I'm thinking like fine Italian food seems like a food truck no to me. Yeah, food truck like spaghetti? no. You got me. You immediately got me. Spaghetti and now, meatballs. Now, does this relate like back weird... to the Chubstep segment of drivable foods? <laughs> kind of does it have to be drivable to be served out of a food truck that's a good point uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say no tentatively just because you could put a lid on it or something and then you hand it off to somebody and they can do whatever they want if they happen to go in a car and drive immediately after they're at your food truck that's on them yeah 
like a soup seems like a weird thing to give like like what you're saying there soup seems like a weird thing to give out at a food truck unless you're homeless unless you're homeless then it's always okay to eat soup that's probably the only time it's okay to eat soup if you're homeless yeah yeah agreed i'll go on record people say chicken noodle chicken noodle makes you like uh get over a cold disagree i don't want some gross soup i want some chicken fingers or something yeah, or if you need liquid, just eat ramen. Ramen's way better. Well, there you go. That, I mean, that, is that like a scientist thing? Is this like your science thing? Yeah, um, we confirmed it with the scientist in the house. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> I think we got that. Perfect. She said that ramen is uh, better than soup. There you go. Or something. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Well, I like it, Greg. Um, if we ever have any future ones, uh, people email the show if they have any other bad ideas for bad food truck items. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what people think our food truck no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah food truck yes is easy, but food truck no is tough because you're usually either wasted or like really hungry when you're eating at a food truck. That's true. You don't just seek them out. No, like, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> that's a very trucks. good point. It's one or the other. You're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we will. Uh, we're gonna wrap up the show there. Actually, we got uh, email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com, and then we'll read them when Greg's not on the show, uh, and then uh, give Sorry, Steve, God, give Steve Thanks, a follower Jay. for for somebody. Just please help him out. I feel so bad for the guy. Yeah, I was gonna fucking put an Instagram. To- Sorry for the that's, curse. That's I'm, I'm out of my. F words. I was about to put an Instagram up today, and then I had the picture, and it said like post photo, and I was like, no, you guys don't deserve this. I'm not putting it. <laughs> the in. world doesn't deserve it. Yeah, it was gonna be funny too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm already laughing. I laughed I at the thought it. of uh, just the thought of it. Like yeah. I'm the one posting it. I laughed. I lol'd. <laughs> that's good, man. That's good stuff. Um. So we will uh, we'll wrap up the show there. And uh, Greg, thank you for so much for coming on. My pleasure, man. It was an honor. <laughs> the honor's all ours. <laughs> uh, and good luck with your uh, dog rescue tomorrow. We're going to save that Instagram GD dog. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'll Instagram that, but there we go. that's not for you listeners. There you go. There you go. Just for followers. Yeah, I'm going private now. <laughs> Just for the dog rescue. (laughs) There you go. Perfect. All right. uh, And the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.